I'm Eric Miskell with EMS Now, and welcome to the show floor here at uh, IPC Apex in San Diego. I am at the Panasonic booth with Gustavo. Gustavo, it's good to, we interviewed you once before, but it's good to meet you in person. It is really good to meet you in person, and I am very happy to have a chat with you again. Good, good. Before I get into some of the questions I want to ask, how's it been so far at the show? Great. I am very happy that the, the customers are back, the suppliers are back, and the attendance that we are seeing is more or less at the same level before COVID, which for me means back to, to reality, back to the old normal, which is very positive. And uh, the flow that we have seen in the booth is constant and very crowded. So very happy with the attendance. Good, good, good. Now, there's a topic that you, I'm going to ask you about that I find fascinating, and, and you're a big, uh, and you talk about manufacturing hubs, mm-hmm. but new ones, and specifically in the Midwest. Yes. And the Midwest was always a real strength within the United States market, very, you know, a lot of industrial companies and work up there. But tell me about your thoughts on that, because I think it's, it's a great story. It is a great story, and what I can tell you is that at this moment we are seeing a lot of companies that need uh, more capacity in, in their plants. Why is the reason? There is a lot of reshoring from products that were being made in Asia, and now they are coming back to the U.S., let's say for four reasons, if I remember the four reasons. One was COVID, uh, that, that, that was very difficult. Then it was lack of components, and then uh, the transportation from Asia to North America. The cost issue. The, the, the cost and the time was, uh, was significantly worse. And last, and maybe the most critical and sad, is the geopolitical challenges that we have with Ukraine. When you combine these four challenges at the same time, in the same year, customers want to have manufacturing practically in their backyards. They, they do not want to manufacture in Asia, China, Taiwan, whatever, because if anything happens with these four variables, only with one, that is going to be catastrophic. If you add the potential that several of these four variables can happen at the same time, that means that you need to shut down your operation, and that is not acceptable. So the Midwest is attracting a lot of this new investment. And something very important, Eric, the CHIPS Act that the the U.S. Congress approved, it's going to be $39 billion that will be spent in the next more or less 10 years. But during the next 10 years, we are going to see a lot of investments in uh, chips. And a lot of companies uh, will produce chips in the U.S., Today, 94% of of the chips are produced in China. But those chips are used for everything. I mean, just here in the cell phones, in the computer, in the planes, in the cars. So the idea is to bring the chips production, at least part of it, to the U.S. And then something very important. Once you produce the chip, the obvious next step is you are going to populate the printed circuit board in the U.S. You are not going to produce the chip here just to send it back to China, populate the board in China, and then bring it back. doesn't make a lot of sense. So I see a lot of uh, electronics manufacturing growth in the U.S. or in North America in uh, general. 
and I think the next 10 years will be great for us and I am optimistic for the new people for example that are starting new careers in the past you were not able to find a lot of people that wanted to work in, in manufacturing for obvious reasons now a new field is being open for uh, new students for the next generation and that is going to be great the midwest uh, is seeing a lot of this as you well mentioned and, uh, Would there be other regions, do you think, in the country that will develop hubs too? You know, on the west or east coast, do you see something similar happening? I see maybe two reasons, uh, two regions. Uh, the south of the U.S., the, the Texas region, uh, I think that is going to grow. And maybe not in the U.S., but Mexico is also receiving part of these benefits. But I think the, the government will be very clever in what to produce in the U.S. and what to produce in Mexico. And, no. Yeah. no, that's very good. What I want to also ask about are kind of the emerging technologies that are well, creating efficiencies in manufacturing. We're on your show floor. We have a lot of the equipment. We'll show some of the pictures here uh, as we move forward. But tell us about that. I can tell you three things. And I will try to be fast and not, and not to give you a lecture. <laughs> One is we are trying to integrate the software as much as we can to the hardware. And the idea is not to sell a product, is to sell a complete solution that integrates the hardware with the software with a full uh, support package that the customer can receive. And they do not need to focus in the equipment, they need to focus in growing their business and the solution works by itself. So integration hardware software is number one. Number two, now that you are asking, we are uh, presenting two new products here at Apex. One is the new screen printer. I will try to be very generic. 60% of the errors or the problems in quality are generated in the printer. With the new printer, you have huge benefits. And I will tell you, with the old printers that the market offers, you normally need 15 minutes to do the change over. And besides the time, you need a lot of labor, skilled labor to do that change. With the new printer that uh, we have, instead of spending 15 minutes, you only need three minutes and no labor. You push one button and that's it. No. This is massive because besides the, the time that uh, you save, you you minimize the need to constantly train people because you need a lot of skilled labor, a problem in the U.S. right now and in all the countries, and now you do not need that uh, skilled labor because you literally push one bottom and all the changeover is done automatic. The other one, the auto-setting feeder. Normally, when you load the reel, you need to manually peel the, the, the reel and that process takes 45 seconds per reel. Now you only load the reel and it is done automatically and it takes 20-25 seconds. You may say, well Gustavo, we are going to save 20 seconds. Yes, 20 seconds per reel. <laughs>